We're interrupting our regularly scheduled episodes to bring you the series, For To Us, A Child Is Born. We got to get that in our spirit, just how important he is. Forget about what the world says or what the world does. Mm -hmm. Christ is extremely important. And we got to not let that pass in our lives. Christ be removed from Not Christmas. Be removed or reduced That's in right. any fashion. Amen. Because he paid the price. And so we are so appreciative of him. Look what it says here in 1 Timothy 2, 5, and 6. It says, There is one God and one mediator who can reconcile God and humanity, the man Christ Jesus. Verse 6, he gave his life to purchase freedom for everyone. This is the message God gave to the world at just the right time. It was the right time, y'all, when he came. Hello and thank you for joining us on One by One, the podcast ministry of Quench Life Christian Fellowship. Remembering the birth of Jesus Christ should affect every person in the deepest way. If it doesn't, then there's a misunderstanding of the significance of the event. Join us for the series, For to Us, A Child is Born, where Pastor Rob and his wife Carolyn take a look at some of the reasons the first advent of Jesus Christ is so vitally important. Here's the fourth message in the series, the timing of Jesus' birth. Today our subtopic is the timing of Jesus' birth. The timing of Jesus' birth. The first on your your outline, write this down. God the Son is never late. Mm -mm. He's always on time. Always. Always on time. Always on time. You know, we usually say God is never late. You know, we just kind of stop it there. And mm-hmm. today I just want to say, well, God the Son mm-hmm. is never late. He's always on time. Man. Particularly because we're talking about the timing of the birth of Jesus Christ, yes. the Son of God. And so we can say that mm-hmm. God the Son is always on time and never late. That's and right. We can say, and so we can say that in Definitely in reference to his birth. And we're going to talk more about that today. Look what Ecclesiastes 3, 1 and 2 says. It says, there is a time for everything and a season for every activity under the heavens. And so I'm going to pause for a moment because just to help us walk with this in relative, relative to our subject, Jesus The Son of God, God himself, Jesus is God. Right. He came into flesh. He became human, and he lived under the sun. Mm -hmm. He lived under the sun. Mm -hmm. So this verse applies to the time in which he was born under the sun. Amen. And this text is telling us there is a time. To be born, mm-hmm. verse 2, a time to be born and a time to die. Amen. So Jesus was born at the right time. Mm-hmm. 
and he died at the right time. Mm -hmm. And inside of that, because there's a season for every activity, there was a season for which Jesus was to do what he had to do here on Amen. earth. And we know he has some stuff to do. Amen. His stuff was critical to the, the eternity of you and me. That's Amen. Right. That's right. Amen. Look what Galatians 4, 4 and 5 says. But when the right time came, mm -hmm. God sent his son, born of a woman, subject to the law, God sent him to buy freedom for us who were slaves to the law so that he could adopt us as his very own children. Amen. He came and he bought freedom for us, y'all. He bought freedom for us. And I, I want to tell you that he didn't buy it when it was cheap. <laughs> okay, He didn't buy it because... He didn't wait for the sale? He didn't wait for the sale. <laughs> He didn't come, at the, it wasn't the right time for him to come because it was the time in which the purchase of our freedom was on discount. Right. That's, he didn't show up because oh. of that. Mm -hmm. He wasn't trying to get the, the he, he didn't show up for the matinee at the movies. You know? <laughs> he came, right. he showed up at the time in which it was most expensive. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. In fact, he, he paid the price. Mm -hmm. and, in, and he paid the price um, the, and he prayed the price that, and it covered the sins of you and me, mm -hmm. the sins of the whole world, every yeah. human being that has ever existed. It covered the sins, past, present, and future. Mm -hmm. And he paid the full price yeah. for that sin. Mm -hmm. Even for the folks who don't accept the gift he's given to them for paying the price, mm -hmm. he paid it anyway. The people that does not, the people that don't that don't believe in the pe Christ. The people that don't believe, the people that don't accept Him as their Lord and Savior. He paid for the, them. The people who don't accept that He paid for them. The atheists mm -hmm. out there, the yeah. ones that say there is no God. Amen. He paid for their sins, even though they say Amen. there is no God. Amen. He paid anyway. Yep. That's right, Daryl. There wasn't a Black Friday sale on salvation. <laughs> That's right. You tracking with me, Daryl. You tracking with me, brother. You know, he paid the full price. Somebody ought to say amen. Amen. And this, for yeah. those sins that haven't even been committed and yet. And even for the sins we haven't even committed yes. yet, he amen. paid. Amen. Mm -hmm. He paid for it. Yes. His, his, the price he paid is amen. sufficient to cover all sins of all time. It is sufficient. That's worth a lot. That's a lot of money. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> can't, money can't buy that. Can't buy it at all. Yeah. And so we got to understand how, how kingdom the kingdom works. Yeah. The kingdom is not, um, doesn't fluctuate like inflation with inflation or the economy. Mm -hmm. The economy of the king, kingdom is static. It doesn't change. It's, it's always the same because mm -hmm. God is always the same. Mm -hmm. So we don't have to worry about inflation. We don't have to wait to the low interest rates and all that stuff. It's not going to change. It's right, not going to change. Right, and right, and this yeah. is a good thing, see, because it, it doesn't matter when you were born or what era you lived in. The way to salvation is still the same. It's still the same. And it goes through Jesus Christ. Mm. It goes through Jesus Christ. 
And the Bible tells us that he went and when he came and he died, he went into the prisons and preached, meaning he went to talk to those who had gone before him yeah. to let it be known. And, and, and it all centers on him. Amen. It centers on him. And that does not change. It won't change if he tarries another 10,000 years. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The way to salvation will still be Jesus Christ. Amen. 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 That's why he's so important. He's so important, Mm y'all. We got to get that in our spirit, just how important he is. Forget about what the world says or what the world does. Mm -hmm. Christ is extremely important. Amen. And we got to not let that pass in right. our lives. Not let Christ be removed from not Christmas. be removed or reduced That's in right. any fashion. Amen. Because he paid the price. And so we are so appreciative of him. Look what it says here in 1 Timothy 2, 5, and 6. It says, there is one God and one mediator mm-hmm. who can reconcile God and humanity the man Christ Jesus. Verse 6, he gave his life to purchase freedom for everyone. This is the message God gave to the world at just the right time. It was the right time, y'all, when he came. Mm -hmm. It was the right time. Mm -hmm. And because of that, we should be wondering what made it the right time. Mm -hmm. What made it the right time? And so I'm going to give you some reasons that it was the right time. Not all the reasons, but some. And hopefully this will resonate with you. Write that down. Some reasons the timing of Jesus' birth was right. Mm -hmm. Some reasons the timing of Jesus' birth was right. Number one, the powerful government was stable. Mm -hmm. The powerful government was stable when he came into this world. You see, Jesus, um, well, let's look at what the text says here, and you can see it for yourself. Mm -hmm. Luke 2, 1, and then verse 3 and 6. It said, in those days, Caesar Augustus issued a decree that a census should be taken of the entire Roman Empire. Mm -hmm. And this is talking about the days before Jesus' birth. And so we see that Caesar Augustus was ruling. And this tells us when this happened. So Jesus was born during the reign of the Roman Empire. This is historical facts. So this is one way how you can see how uh, how a secular history aligns with biblical history. Because mm-hmm. it calls out who was in charge. Caesar Augustus was yeah. in charge. Yeah. Just like we look back at history and we go, wait, who was the president then? Yes. Oh, yeah, that's when Barack Obama was president. Exactly. And then you remember what happened. Then you yeah. remember what happened. Yeah. Got it. And so he issued a decree uh, to have a census throughout the whole Roman Empire. And so the Roman Empire lasted over over 500 years, y'all. And under Augustus, the military was very strong, right? And and he had some initiatives that he wanted to achieve. And we're going to talk more about that as we move along here. Mm -hmm. 
But verse 3 in our text tells us more information about this mm -hmm. day when this decree was issued mm -hmm. for the census. It says, and everyone went to their own town to register. Mm -hmm. So Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea to Bethlehem, the town of David, because he belonged to the house and line of David. Now, you know, Joseph was married to Jesus' mother, Mary. Mm -hmm. So they had to go to Bethlehem. Yeah. Because that's where he was to register. Mm -hmm. Does that ring any bells? Yes, the bells are ringing. The bells are ringing. <laughs> we talked about the prophecies of Jesus' birth, and one of those was that he would be born in Bethlehem. Bethlehem. Mm -hmm. And amen. so, amen. So we see God's prophecy coming to pass. Mm -hmm. Because Augustus issued, issued this decree, and they had to go to Bethlehem. Now, look how it reads on. Verse 5, he went there to register with Mary, who was pledged to be married to him and was expecting a child. Verse 6, while they were there, the time came for the baby to be born. Mm -hmm. So Jesus was born the time came. in Bethlehem, Man. just like God said he would through the prophets. Right. Amen. Just like he said he would. Amen. Right? Mm -hmm. Now, this is really interesting here. Um, and I want to note a few things about this. And uh, y'all just, you know, let's just be real human here. Just yeah. be human here. So since Jesus was born at this time, and his that means Mary was very pregnant. <laughs> okay. Mm -hmm. She was about ready to drop, right, ready right. to pop, ready to release. Right. Right. And she's having to travel. Very pregnant. Ladies, can y'all, y'all, y'all tracking here? Yeah. Can you imagine? Now we're not talking traveling on Uber or something. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Right. We're, not, we're not talking right. about the rental of a of a limousine yeah. or drive rolling in a Lexus. Right. That, that's not that's not the traveling we're talking or about. Ambulance came or an ambulance came right. pick up. No, we're not we're talking about that. We we talking about, you know, putting one foot in front of the other one. Mm -hmm. Very pregnant. Mm -hmm. Very pregnant. Yeah. Right. And having to go to Bethlehem. And so they're dealing with this yeah. because of the decree from Caesar Augustus. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it was extremely inconvenient. Yes, it was. It was inconvenient. All those people out there. <laughs> right. Mm -hmm. So everybody's traveling back yeah. to where they're going. Mm -hmm. Did y'all hear what I said? Yeah. Everybody in the empire are traveling back so they can register to wherever they from. That means it was traffic. Y'all got that? <laughs> Not foot traffic. It, it, was, it was traffic. Yeah. yeah. It was busy. It was bustling. It was traffic because people was moving all over the place. During the first Christmas, y'all, it was traffic. Mm -hmm. I'm telling you this so you don't feel so bad when you're sitting in traffic around mm -hmm. Christmas time. Because mm -hmm. they, they had some traffic going on okay. around the first Christmas time. Amen. So you can you can relate a little bit here. Mm -hmm. So everybody was moving back to wherever they had to go because of this decree from Caesar Augustus. Yeah. And this was a a sign of the the, the government um, being stable is that he would issue this mm -hmm. 
And this was, this was an example of his, of his complete control of the empire. And his, it speaks to his power mm -hmm. um, to do this, and everybody's responding to it. Yeah. You know, and they're moving. Amen. So this is one, the first reason why it was the right time. The second is there were many places of worship throughout the land. Mm -hmm. There were many places of worship throughout the land. Look what Luke 4, 15 through 21 says. He was, speaking of Jesus, this is referencing Jesus, the man now, the adult. He was teaching in their synagogues, and everyone praised him. He went to Nazareth, where he had been brought up, and on the Sabbath day, he went into the synagogue, as was his custom. So I want to pause right there for a moment. Mm -hmm. So though this was Jesus now grown, is still speaking to the, the time or the culture or the society of the day. And Jesus was teaching in, in, in their synagogues. He was, so he, he was teaching in many synagogues. Mm -hmm. There were many synagogues, and synagogue is, is basically a place of worship. And we can call it, if you want to modernize it today, they were churches. They were houses yeah. of worship. Yeah. And he was there teaching and preaching there, and it was his custom to do it. Mm -hmm. All right? And he went to where he grew up in Nazareth. Mm -hmm. And he was doing this. And so we see here that there were many places of worship in the land. Then it reads on in the text. So Jesus stood up to read. Mm -hmm. and, the, and verse 17, and the scroll of the prophet Isaiah was handed to him. Mm -hmm. Unrolling it, he found the place where it is written, the spirit of the Lord is on me. Because he has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim freedom for the prisoners and recovery of sight for the blind and to set the oppressed free, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. Then he rolled up the scroll, gave it back to the attendant and sat down. The eyes of everyone in the synagogue were fastened on him. And he began saying to them, today, this scripture is fulfilled in your hearing. Jesus yeah. was saying, this scripture is fulfilled today. Amen. In other words, I'm here. I'm here to proclaim good news to the poor, to proclaim freedom to the prisoners, mm. to, to, to get recovered the sight of the blind, mm. to set the oppressed free. And this is God's favor on the people. Wow. And they were longing for all that he said he was there to do in that time. They were longing for it. I can just imagine being in the place, right? And then he picks up the book and reading old scripture that's predicting what's going to happen and yes. saying this scripture is being fulfilled today. Today. I can just feel the shiver up my spine. <laughs> yes, yes. Folks yeah. probably were sitting there with their mouth dropped, like, you know, what, what, what? right? And this is this is Man. this is Old Testament passage that they were very familiar with. Mm -hmm. And he's saying it's fulfilled today. Yeah. So that takes us to our, our third reason um, that the timing of Jesus' birth was right. Peace was a priority of the government and the people. Mm -hmm. Peace was a priority 
of the government and the people. Yeah. And so just to give a little history of the, the Roman Empire, um, just before this time with Caesar Augustus, uh, the Roman Empire had endured um, some civil wars. Mm -hmm. They were, a, they had grown accustomed to constant war and battle and struggle, and quite frankly, the people had grown weary of it. Yeah. And Caesar had grown weary of it. And when he became, when he took over power, and he administered and strengthened the military and all of that, and then they were able to overcome and get through all of this. It was um, peace was a extreme priority uh, for him, mm -hmm. and thus the the during this time of Jesus's birth, there was peace in the land, uh, unlike it had not been recently, and this presented a an environment for Christ to come into and show them who's the real Prince of Peace. Right. And so this is another reason why it was, it was, it was the right time. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to read here Acts 21. Now this is after Christ um, died and resurrected because we're in Acts 21, mm -hmm. but it's still reflective of, the, of peace being a priority of the government and the people. Mm -hmm. So look what it says here, Acts 21, 30 and 32. The whole city was aroused, and the people came running from all directions, seizing Paul. They dragged him from the temple, and immediately the gates were shut. Okay, just to give a little context here, Paul was preaching Christ, mm -hmm. and uh, some didn't accept it, and they thought that he was going against uh, their culture. Mm -hmm. He was doing something countercultural. And they didn't like it because he was preaching Christ. Okay. And so they dragged him. They seized him and dragged him. And this is, I'm just telling you the story. This is not the main point I want to focus on to this, but I just, I want you to follow the text here. And said, verse 31 says, while they were trying to kill him. Now they're trying to kill Paul because he's countercultural. Mm -hmm. News reached the commander of the Roman troops that the whole city of Jerusalem was in, in an uproar. Now, I want to pause right here for a moment. The commander of the Roman troops got the news that they was out here trying to kill Paul. Yeah. Now, this wasn't the time of, you know, TikTok. So, <laughs> and, and Facebook. Yeah. Y'all get what I'm saying? Right. He, 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 he didn't check his, his inbox or he didn't get a notification on his cell phone that this was happening. Right. Y'all know today, you know, we something can happen like five minutes ago and it's already showing up in your in your feed. Right. And it right. just happened right. five minutes ago. Yeah. And it happened across the nation. Mm-hmm. And you got it in your feed. Right? Right. This wasn't that time. Mm -hmm. But yet the the commander of the Roman troops. Mm -hmm got wind of them trying to kill Paul. Yeah. I, I just want you to track with that and get yeah. that in your spirit. Mm -hmm. And then it reads on um, in verse 32. He at once took some officers and soldiers and ran down to the crowd. Mm -hmm. All right, I'm going to pause on that for a minute. Mm -hmm. This means that the Roman troops were were close by. They were in proximity. Right. 
the officers were in proximity mm -hmm. of this incident. That's the only way they could respond the way they did and get there before Paul got killed. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So what this means is, is that they were, they were present. The officers were present. They were around. They were visible. Yeah. And this leads to peace. Y'all know how it is even today. <laughs> uh, Sometimes they just pull, they just park a police car somewhere. Yeah. No, no officers in it. The car just there. And you know what happens, you know, even when you're driving, when you see that car, you, and, and no officer in it, you slow down, right? It's right, like, right. <laughs> you, see, you see how just the presence of officers causes peace. It causes people to change their behavior. Mm -hmm. you're right. And so these, the commanders, the Roman troops, and the officers were present. And then it reads on, when the rioters saw the commander and the soldiers, they stopped beating Paul. Mm -hmm. So they were close enough to run there, mm -hmm. get there in time before they killed Paul. Yeah. And, and, and they were there because they were trying to make sure they kept peace. It was important to the government. And I say it was important to the people for the next verse. Let's look at this. Luke 7, 1 through 5. And this is in the time of, this is in the, in the time of Jesus' earthly life. Mm -hmm. When Jesus had finished saying all this to the people who were listening, he entered Capernaum. There a centurion, uh, a centurion servant whom his master valued highly was sick and about to die. The centurion heard of Jesus and sent, sent some elders of the Jews to him, asking him to come and heal his servant. Okay, I'm going to pause right here. So the centurion was a, a commander of a hundred soldiers. Mm -hmm. That's why it's a centurion. Century, right? He commanded a hundred soldiers and he sent elders of the Jews. So this is a commander of Roman soldiers mm -hmm. sending elders of the Jews to Jesus to ask Jesus to come and heal his servant. Mm -hmm. And I'm highlighting this so that you can see the relationship between a commanding Roman soldier, a commanding Roman soldier, mm -hmm. and Jewish elders. Yeah that he didn't command them. We're going to see later as we read, he didn't command them to go tell Jesus. He didn't use his power. It was his relationship by which mm -hmm. he told them to, or asked them to he do asked, it. Yes, he right? asked, yes. Right? And look how it tells us. We get a flavor of the relationship. Verse 4, when they came to Jesus, they pleaded earnestly with him. Mm -hmm. This man deserves to have you do this. Because he loves our nation and has built us a synagogue. Mm -hmm. I want y'all to reflect on this, especially we living in a time where there's tension between the police and the people. Yeah. Here it is, a Roman soldier, a Roman soldier, has such a relationship with the elders of the Jews that they plead for him, for Jesus to go and heal this soldier's son. And they say he deserves it because he's built us a church. Mm -hmm. <laughs> he built a synagogue for us. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
This, they had serious relationship, and he says he loves our nation. Community policing. There was, yes. <laughs> That's what they call it these days, community <laughs> policing, when the police get out there and they really get to know the community and the people. Yes. And they build a relationship. Right. Yeah. And so there was a relationship between this soldier, this commanding soldier, <coughs> excuse me, and the Jewish people, the Jewish leaders. And this speaks to peace. And as I said earlier, the people were longing for peace because of all the war that they had endured over the years before, prior, some years prior, right? Yeah. And so peace was a priority to the government and to the people. Mm -hmm. And Christ came right into that place. So you can see the scene is getting set. The scene is getting set for the King of Kings and yeah. the Lord of Lords. Yeah. Why it was the right time. The fourth reasons that free reason it was the right time. Uh, there was an intellectual platform for Christ to leverage. Mm -hmm. There was an intellectual platform for Christ to leverage. At this time, the predominant language was Greek. Now it's the Roman Empire, but the predominant language is Greek, and that is because. Um, the, the Greek Empire, which preceded the Roman Empire, mm -hmm. was had great influence because um, of the great thinkers it had. So Alexander the Great had conquered the Persian Empire for Greece, mm -hmm. and then the Roman Empire, the Roman Empire conquered the the Greece Empire, Grecian Empire. But the influence of the Greek culture was sustained because they had great thinkers. Like Socrates, y'all heard of him? Yes. Plato? Yes. Aristotle? Mm -hmm. So their influence was continuing even though the Romans had taken over. That's where your, your education in school, it gets connected with the Bible. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. Yeah. And so <clears throat> additionally, the Old Testament had, that was originally written in Hebrew had been translated to Greek. The whole Old Testament was translated to Greek. And so, and the, the, that translation is called the Septuagint, mm -hmm. where the, old, the Hebrew Old Testament is translated to Greek. And so during this time, that had happened, that had occurred. So here in the text, we're going to look at Acts 17, which is, again, after Jesus had resurrected. But this still, this passage still gives us a flavor of the, of the culture of the day. In Jesus' life. So Acts 17, 22 and 24 says, Paul then stood up in the meeting of the Areopagus mm -hmm. and said, people of Athens. Now, the Areopagus was the, a group of, of uh, it was a judicial council. And Paul was speaking to them because he had been speaking to the philosophers of the time about Jesus Christ. And then they wanted him to go and speak to the judicial council, the Areopagus, or on your Bible may say Mars Hill. This was his Mars Hill sermon, Paul's. Mm -hmm. And so he says here in verse 23, for as I walked around and looked carefully at your objects of worship, I even found an altar with the inscription to an unknown God. So the people were religious. Mm -hmm. This Jesus was born in a time where re, a religion was strong and people believed in gods 
So they were had a God center. They just was believing in the wrong God. Wrong God. But they were thinking about gods, mm -hmm. and they were talking about the gods. Mm -hmm. And so Paul is saying here that you have a, a inscription to the unknown God. And then he goes on and say, so you are ignorant of, of the very thing you worship, mm -hmm. and this is what I am going to proclaim to you. The God who made the world and everything in it is the Lord of heaven and earth and does not live in temples built by human hands. And so Jesus coming in at this time set the scene for Paul to make even this argument at this time mm -hmm. after he had died in rose. Right, right. And so the, it was just right where they can, where the people was at a place where they could, he could speak to them um, about God and his power and who he is. Amen. So the God that the gods that they were serving, Paul was trying to tell them they were ineffective mm. and that they, that they believed in it, but they, he used this time to tell them about the effective Christ Jesus. And so the timing was right. The fifth reason of, uh, that the timing was right was there were parkways for travel during the time of his birth. There were parkways for travel. There were roads to travel. Hmm. All right, this is a, in Acts 8, 26 here. This is an example of the roads that were made and paved um, so that the people could travel. And it says here, Acts 8.26, now an angel of the Lord said to Philip, go south to the road, the desert road that goes down from Jerusalem to Gaza. Mm -hmm. Okay. And I'm just pointing this out for the fact that there was a, a road yeah. in the desert. <laughs> Y'all get this? Mm -hmm. <laughs> that went from Jerusalem to Gaza. The fact they would build a road in the desert. In the desert. <laughs> okay. It's telling us about the, the culture of the and the need mm -hmm. and how the government saw the benefits of having roads. Mm -hmm. And this road was approximately 40 miles long in the desert. Yeah. Okay. And this was the culture in which Jesus was born where people were able to move back and forth. I hope you're, you're sensing this. So Christ comes in during this time mm -hmm. where movement was easier than it had ever been for them. Yeah. And Christ comes. And everything was just right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And then the, the last reason I want to give you that it was the right time. Ethnic diversity existed with the people. Mm -hmm. Ethnic diversity existed with the people. Mm -hmm. Acts 2, 7 through 11 says, and this is referencing the day of Pentecost. So again, this is after Christ resurrected, but it's still speaking to the time mm -hmm. of the culture. And it says here, Acts 2, 7, 11, 7 through 11, utterly amazed, they asked, Aren't all these who are speaking Galileans, meaning those who were, had the spirit had come down on them and they were speaking in other tongues, mm -hmm. aren't they Galileans? Verse 8, then how is it that they, each of, the, of us hears him in our native language? Mm -hmm. Verse 9, Parthians, Medes, the Elamites, the residents of Mesopotamia, Judea, Cappadocia, Pontus, and Asia, 
Phrygia, Pamphylia, Egypt, and the parts of Libya near Cyrene, visitors for Rome. So all this different ethnic diversity, they were hearing these Galileans speak their language when the Spirit came down. Amen. So they were present. They were dwelling in Jerusalem at this time. Mm -hmm. It was a diverse, it was ethnic, ethnically diverse. Amen. And what this did was allow, oh, I didn't finish reading. Mm -hmm. the, the verse, it says, verse 11, both Jews and converts to Ju Judaism, Cretans and Arabs, and we, we hear them declaring the wonders of God in our own tongues. Amen. In our own tongues. Mm -hmm. And so these diverse people groups mm -hmm. were present when Christ was born. It was the right time. It was the right time. So now these diverse people groups were able to experience the life of Christ. Everyone was in their places. Huh? Yes. Yeah. And now the word can reach all people like God wants them to, wants his word to. Because Christ lived his life in front of many people groups in a, verse, in a diverse culture mm -hmm. during a time of peace at a time when there was a lot of houses of worship. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. No, no, at a all time. that can't yes, be coincidence. Yeah. At a, <laughs> yes. At a time when the government, the governmental power was there, it was stable. Yeah. There were roads to travel. There were people who were who had who were being engaging in intellectual conversation at the time. All of these factors were present when Christ came. And I'm just giving you some of the reasons yeah. it was the right time when he came. Amen. So God, the son, <laughs> is never late. He's always on time. You've been listening to One by One. Here's a personal message from Pastor Robert. You may have never said yes to Jesus Christ. Do you know that God loved you so much that he sent his son to die for your sin? If you're ready to say yes to the love that God showed, pray this prayer. Lord God, I admit that I've sinned against you. I believe that Jesus Christ died for my sin. And I commit my life to you. I ask that you come into my life, come into my heart, take control, transform me into the character of your son, Jesus Christ. Amen. If you prayed that prayer, I want to be the first to welcome you to the family of God. And I want to encourage you to find a church where you can learn more about Jesus, draw closer to God and to other believers. God bless you. To learn more about Quench Life Christian Fellowship, visit quenchlife.org. You can follow us on Facebook 
subscribe to our YouTube channel, and connect with us on LinkedIn. Also, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at QuenchLifeCF to receive regular words of encouragement and ministry updates. Thank you for listening.